Now the problem with love is that it's easy to tell somebody that you love them. The problem is there is no standardized test that you can apply to see if somebody really do love you. Every time somebody say they love you, you have to determine whether or not you all have the same definition. And they're going to look at you funny when you say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, you know what I mean. No, I don't. Some people say, I love my dog. I love pizza and I love you. Today we're looking at an Old Testament story that's very powerful, Amnon and Tamar. Amnon said he loved her, but we're going to talk about a love going wrong. This is a message for those who have found themselves in a sexual abuse situation. I want you to know that God is concerned and God cares about what happened to you. Come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. Almost everyone has a desire for a meaningful love relationship. There are more books and magazine articles written about relationships than any other subject. With all the material available, including movies and television programs, that doesn't include our own personal observation, it seems that we should have a better understanding of relating to one another with all the information we have. Yet we struggle to understand and relate to each other in a productive and meaningful way. Most people, or a lot of people, or many, will have issues in their relationships. While most of the devastation we experience in life has to do with relationships that have gone awry, we get very little training to determine if a relationship is good for us or how to avoid an unhealthy relationship or how to maintain a vibrant relationship. We don't get very much training. I had this observation after working with couples prior to their marriage and I understand this. Um, a marriage license is about the only license you can get where you don't have to demonstrate knowledge of the subject. If you're going to drive, you have to know some of the rules of the road before you can get a driver's license. If you're going to do toenails, you have to get a license and you have to show that you know something about the hygiene and what have you, but you can walk up to the justice of the peace or the marriage place and get a license. They don't ask you nothing about what you know about what you're getting ready to do. But that is one of the most critical decisions that you have to make. How many of you have ever had some training from your parents about relationships or about falling in love? Most of our training came from the music we hear. Love, love, love. Make you do foolish things. Make you wait by the phone. A phone that never rings. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. You weren't going to bag me up on that one? <laughs> okay. How about knowing and understanding what love is and how to respond when you feel you love someone? Not only that, but how to respond when someone proclaims that they are in love with you? What about how to respond when your relationship falls apart? The Bible tells 
us quite a bit about love and relationships. It begins with the relationship of Adam and Eve. It also tells us about the relationship of Abram and Sarah, Isaac and Rebecca, Jacob and Rachel, and Leah. And it's Jacob, Rachel, and Leah. Poor Leah. He met her in the dark. That's another message. There was Nabal and Abigail. Abigail was married to a fool. There was David and Bathsheba. Ruth and Boaz. Hosea and Gomer. Gomer was the wife. <laughs> Solomon and his wives. And girlfriends. There was Mary and Joseph. But today I'm going to bypass those relationships and look at some lessons we can find from an obscure relationship that's interesting and challenging and worrisome. And that's the relationship between Amnon and Tamar. Those that we don't hear about that often, but we want to look at something and I believe it's going to touch some things that have happened in the lives of those who are going to hear this message. In this story, we're going to learn what love is not. We will look at a love gone wrong. It is in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 13. For those of you who just like to read the New Testament, you're missing out on a whole lot of interesting and intriguing and adventuresome stories in the Old Testament. 2 Samuel chapter 13 beginning at verse 1 and we're going to have to bring you through a lot of description because this is a detailed story. In the course of time Amnon son of David fell in love with Tamar the beautiful sister of Absalom son of David. Amnon became frustrated to the point of illness on account of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and it seemed impossible for him to do anything to her. Now Amnon had a friend named Jonadab, son of Shemiah, David's brother. Jonadab was a very shrewd man. He asked Amnon, why do you, the king's son, look so haggard morning after morning? Won't you tell me? And Amnon said to him, I'm in love with Tamar my brother Absalom's sister. Now I just saw something here that I didn't see earlier and it's in the first verse and it says in the course of time which means that he had his eye on her for a while. He didn't just wake up one day and say you know I, I think I love her. He, he had his eye on her. Now the characters in this story is Amnon who is the son of David from one mother and Tamar, who is the daughter of David from another mother. She is his half-sister. But he didn't let that stop him from falling in love with her. This story opens by telling us that Amnon fell in love with Tamar. That's what he said. It starts out like it's going to be a wonderful love story. Then we find in the next sentence that Tamar is his half-sister. And that is not unusual, uh, inappropriate in that time for 
many of the people who married into their own families. It was not something that was promoted in Israel. But I want to look first at what is the measure of Amnon's love. We're told from the beginning that he fell in love with her. And we learn from his own words to his cousin that he loved her. How he felt affected him in a visible way. Notice that he said he loved her and he didn't mind telling somebody else that I love my sister, man. She's beautiful. She's fine. I love her, man. Love her. Now the problem with love is that it's easy to tell somebody that you love them. That's the problem with love. The problem is there is no standardized test that you can apply to see if somebody really do love you. Every time somebody say they love you, you have to determine whether or not you all have the same definition. And they're going to look at you funny when you say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, you know what I mean. No, I don't. Some people say, I love my dog. I love pizza and I love you. (laughs) Do not assume when somebody's talked to you, and I'm talking to the single women and those who have already been married and in a relationship, you'll understand too. Don't assume that you operated from the same definition. If you don't have an understanding, a good understanding, just wait to see that love is manifested over a substantial period of time. Time will tell you. If you're still waiting on a phone call and, and trying to wonder why he doesn't ever come see you and, and you got to keep calling him and ask him when y'all going out, if he say he loves you, you, you got a different response. That, that ain't love. So I, I don't know. I got to talk to the ladies sometimes and, and they say he loves me though. He say he loves me. I'm thinking, read the sign. <laughs> There are many meanings to the English word love. The Greeks had three primary words to define love. Filio, which is a brotherly love. Eros, which gives the word erotic indications of sexual connotations. And then the word agape, which is a self-sacrifice and commitment that extends towards another, not based on what you do for me, but my love is unconditional to you. That's the kind of love that is mentioned when we talk about God is love. We have this understanding that if you don't love me, I'm not going to love you. That's why when someone say, I love you, they immediately is looking for the same response. Just listen. Somebody say, I love you, and and don't say anything. And they're going to say, I said I love you. (laughs) Okay. Well, well what? Well, I said I love you. Okay, I got it. Well, you didn't say anything back. If I don't, that means you're going to stop loving me. That's not love. Our text is written in Hebrew, and the Hebrew had different meaning for our English word love also. In this scripture, the word love is expressed by Amnon was love in the sense of having a strong emotional attachment to and a desire either to possess or to be in the presence of the object. Sometimes when you meet someone, you can really be drawn to the image of what you see. That's why people say that I have love at first sight. That just means you saw something. And then after you get it, you say, well, he ain't like I thought it was. <laughs> Somebody say, all that glitter ain't gold. In a few instances, as our text is one such case, this word love means no more than pure lust. 
an inordinate sexual desire. And when some people say they love you, they may be expressing a strong emotional feeling attached to an attraction that they may have. Some guy see a beautiful young lady in his own sight and says, you know, I love you already. No, he didn't love you already. So what was Amnon attracted to? He was attracted to her physical appearance. The scripture tells us that she was beautiful. Ladies, a man is attracted first by the image he sees. Images are important to a man. He sees first. And the physical that is portrayed. Now, if you are single and you are expecting or praying or believing or wanting a husband, be careful how you look whenever you go out. It is helpful. <laughs> when you go out to the grocery store, don't go out like you go into the washeteria. <laughs> Get rid of the duster and the slide and the plastic bag on your head and wonder why God ain't moving. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thanks once again for joining us for this broadcast. We've been sharing with you messages on relationships, and I want you to continue to join us as we talk about marriage relationships, we talk about single relationships, we talk about, we're talking about inappropriate sexual abuse between a sister and a brother, we're talking about adultery and sexual immorality. All of these has to do with relationships. I want you to know that God is interested in our relationships and how we live and how we represent Him in everything we do. If you would like to hear today's message in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin, and you can listen to these messages or previous messages that we have aired on this broadcast. And I also invite you to go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And then join us in person on Sundays. God is moving in a significant way. Pastor Jackie is bringing the Word of God, and so join us at 10 o'clock Sunday mornings at 16161 Old Humble Road. And don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore. You may need communion supplies, Bibles, or study resources, or anointing oil. Come and see us at the Beacon. It's right here on our campus. Call the Beacon now at 281-441-2885. That's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying... May the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.